everybody sees what's going on in Palestine right now. I just want to give blessings to my people out there. That's the real fight. What do you think about the police? This is not America, this is Polynesia. Our country was stolen. The passion that some of our liberals feel the day after the revolution, the passion and concern they feel for the fascists. It's EMP the podcast with Amin TMK, Lil Tanky That Good, and Key to the Muscle, all on the Public Pulse News Network. Uh, of course, hit us up on Instagram, Public Pulse News, and on IG, and as well as TikTok. Uh, any thoughts from you from Lil Tanky before we get this thing started? Nah, man, let's do this. Remember when we called the Russia-Ukraine conflict? Remember that whole situation? Mm. Remember like, a few podcasts ago, mm. podcasts out all time? Mm. So Anthony Blinken went to the UN. Uh, this was a few months back. And he was talking, you know, he was like, I'm not here to start a war. I'm here to prevent one. Shades of Colin Powell. Shades of Colin Powell, which is so interesting because when he went up and he was talking to the UN, he said that he knows that they have had intelligence mistakes in the past. <laughs> Easy, I'm trying to do right. I'm, I mean, you know, now. Uh, but that is behind them. And I think it's interesting because he had to acknowledge it. And we have to acknowledge it. The United States' grasp on global hegemony is slowly slipping away. As as many say, right? I mean, the Chinese premier was talking about this shit just a little bit ago. He's like, you know, talking about when, when the Americans went to Saudi Arabia, you know, hat in hand, because Sleepy Joe campaigned on the fact of, like, we gonna make Saudi Arabia pariah state. All of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Russian oil is taking off the fucking market all of a sudden. You know, now we could talk to Venezuela. Now we could talk to motherfucking uh, Arabia all over yeah. again. Not Iran. That's who we can never talk to. Right, but aren't they even opening up, like, discussions? I mean— Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, right? It's not, I mean, it's not ostensibly for oil. It's for to return to the nuclear, nuclear. right, yeah. which is some different shit altogether. Uh, there's a lot of conflict. We, we know that America has— one-third of the entire human population under sanctions. These are just not things that you can do without suffer- without your economy suffering, the view of yourself outside the world suffering. So what 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 have we, key to the muscle, what have me and Tanky been watching all week? Oh, the January 6th coverage. Kind of was against it, and Tanky kind of showed me, and then I kind of just started nah, joking. this shit in. is great, man. This Republican's going wild. I love this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I, w- I ain't never seen no Democrat go in on these motherfuckers like these Republicans. They cleaning their whole fucking house up. Uh, if the if Democrats were serious about anything, they'd be like, hey, look at y'all. We always talk about how the Democrats are falling apart, but the Republicans right. are also falling apart. Man. Uh, and w- which goes back to the point of, you know, the, the American political system is so brittle now. And uh, there's such little faith in it. Again, that's being shown. Everybody wants to be a little bit more than they are, man, just on a quick, right? Liz Cheney in there and them fucking, I mean, daughter of the fucking devil himself. Daughter of the shoot your fucking friend, make him apologize to your ass. Liz fucking Watch Cheney. the movie Vice. Just take it to yeah. You know Vice. what I'm saying? Is in the fucking... Is in Congress right now, sounding more like Nancy Pelosi than Nancy Pelosi ever has. Meanwhile, she over there starting shit in fucking Taiwan because she wants to be a fucking premier, which they don't have in America. You're not Secretary of State. What the fuck are you doing over there, period? You're not the president. What the fuck yeah, are you doing so, over there? Just a little context. Nancy Pelosi said she was going to go to Taipei next month. 
I don't recognize this, Taipei. I recognize Taiwan, the yeah. province of China. Well, that's what you know. That's what her people are saying. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. The language is like that. Right. You know, the language is like that. So I just want to bring this back to receipts, right? Sure, sure. I want to bring this back to receipts. Pew Research Center poll released this this in June. So this is what like a month ago. Right. Okay. Showed. 32% of people in France, Spain, and Greece viewed the United States as a trust, trustworthy partner, okay? Oh, you so that number again? 32% said wow. that America was a trustworthy partner. One in three. Yeah, hey, look, a, a little yeah, a little less than one in three. Great for a batting average, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, it's great if you're a shortstop. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about, a tank you sent me— and I think muscle a video. Hmm. It was the Saudi Arabian like version of sort of Saturday Night Live, or yeah. you know, they're gotta put it on Instagram, right? Oh my god, yeah, I forgot so to, to fuck. That shit was funny as fuck. Yeah. Essentially, it's just making fun of Joe Biden, just the way that we do, Sleepy Joe. It's and like a Saturday Night Live skit, but like for Saudi Arabia. And we just know that Joe Biden just got back from kicking it uh, in the Middle East, a.k.a. just Israel and uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Arabia gave the super evil fist bump to uh, Mohammed bin Salman. And if you can tell, they're not in on great terms right now. Yeah, you and should watch some videos. That shit is fucking hilarious. You got people, all these reporters jumping in there like, hey, hey, what about Khashoggi? Right? If y'all remember who Khashoggi is, look him up. This we have a, a podcast talking about Jamal you Khashoggi. Know, Absolutely. You can it's called Trump and the Saudis. Go ahead and look it up. Mohammed bin Salman laughing in these motherfuckers. Just that ass giggling ring, man. Like, <laughs> what up? Uh, another thing is the Kamala Harris thing. With the do not come again, that that is being played throughout the world, and I don't know if we talked about this, but the AMLO, which I think is like the the big group conference for the Americas, uh, this this happened uh, I think two months ago. El Salvador refused to take calls from the U.S. The Honduran president president said no, thank you. Bolivia, of course, said nah. <laughs> Guatemala, well, no. Cool. Whoever in the fuck well, we cool. want. Whoever the fuck we want. St. Vincent and the Granadas also opted out of this conference. Okay, so this is letting you know that even these America, the America's conferences, these that have been traditionally basically everybody except Cuba, you know, like th these are also falling apart. So according to uh, Jeet here, U.S. this is a quote, and I, I liked it. U.S. hegemony has always been supported by three pillars, economic strength, military might, and soft power of cultural dominance. And I feel like all three of those things are now sort of being challenged in terms of the best in the world, right? Like you don't—like America's economic strength is still kind of number one, but with— China right behind them, right? I mean, uh, when we're talking about the global powers, the the the, the China, Russia, all this, you know, the, those sanctioned countries, so on and so forth, uh, they, you know, the military might is not—I mean, of course, it's still number one, but against all of those countries, maybe not. And then the cultural dominance thing, you know, and, and just how it looks across— like across overseas or outside of the United States when you're watching black people still be murdered in the street, when you're still watching now Roe v. Wade get uh, repealed and now I'm mean, like the rest of the world is watching this. Remember uh, UK and France, like they just put it in there like, yo, yo, we, we they condemned it like the UK condemned the United States uh, with, uh, you, you know, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. 
The world is saying Yeah, when this. Boris Johnson is saying this shit. Now, look, let me give you just a little background on this shit, man, because we were talking about what the retraction looks like. In the 70s and the 80s, man, especially in the 60s, there's no way none of these fucking South American or Central American countries would dare not answer a phone call from the American president. I mean, the consequences of that for your, let's just say, career, right? Let's go with the most passive construction ever. It would be so damaging to your career, you could never imagine it, right? Because back then, the the government practiced this discipline, this doctrine called full-spectrum dominance, which meant they essentially wanted to have the ability to take on any nation in the world at any time, but also have a plan in case you had to take on every nation in the world at the same time. And, like, the problem is you just only have so many pieces. It's like if you played Risk. Like, look, ain't no question, man. Our shit now is—would decimate our shit in the 80s. But, again, with those increases, go increases of fucking cost, cost overruns, and then just other motherfuckers buying this shit. You know what I'm saying? When Now Israel bought half these shits. You know, France bought half these shits. There's only so many you can make at a time. Realistically, nowadays, Ukraine got half this shit. You just gave $100 billion to Ukraine, lethal aid. And so a country like Venezuela— Which is also being seen by the public, by the way. Right, right, right. So a country like Venezuela is like, yeah, sure, they could fuck us up if they wanted to. But honestly, they would have to be dipping away from some of the other shit. It's a house of cards. To divert your forces from any one place weakens where they were. And it's— on site with so many other countries right now, you can't really afford to change your posture. You know, you got to stick with the motherfuckers you know you want to fuck with. I want to fuck with Russia. I want to fuck with China. Most of my shit over here. If I can do something to Iran, that's great, too. You know what I'm saying? Past that, everybody else is a fucking luxury. And the January 6th, you know, takeover, again, the whole world is watching this. And... I, it was one of those Republican uh, congressmen that were up there, like, again, I, it, just like the Anthony Blinken thing, acknowledging that the United the, that the United States is being seen as being less now. And they're like, of course, you know, he's a Republican. He's like, of course, they would never acknowledge that. But he's acknowledging that people are saying that. And when you start to acknowledge the cracks, when you start to acknowledge, like— you know, there's a hole in the roof. Like, of course, America is way worse than that. But now even they have to address it. And I feel like America has never done it. It's always been about deny, deny, deny. But what kind of shape could you ever be in, right, if the selection you have to make things better than they were is Joe Biden? Right. Joe Biden is the upgrade. Damn. How bad was the situation? You know what I'm saying? And he just got COVID. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Mm. He just got COVID. And then it was like, oh, yeah, you know, he's doing good. When Man, when Trump got COVID, it was like the biggest news story man. in the world. And this didn't even last one day in a news cycle. You know, they protect him, Biden. Uh, any thoughts on, on sort of the collapse of global hegemony? Any, any more thoughts? Nah. Uh, balance, man. Balance is good for the world. Balance is good for the world. I, look, man, at the end of all things, I'm a tanky that craves peace. And uh, you can only have peace through balance. You can't have peace through strength because somebody else going to always want to be strong. It takes balance to have peace. Yeah. On what you got? Uh, so uh, on to, you know, talking about my shit. My shit's connected to his shit. I, I, I think one thing that's really important to look at, right— before they even begin this primary, uh, this uh, this midterm session in which the Democrats are going to lose very badly, by the way, uh, and they're going to be even more 
right-wing motherfuckers come in that are in there right now. You notice when somebody like Liz Cheney, is, uh, who is a super Republican, is 22 points polling behind her other competitor, who, by the way, is sanctioned by Trump. Which goes to show how much sway he still has with that base, even with all this shit that's out there. People don't see that as a negative. They see it as a man who is willing to fight for what he believed in. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to come back to that on my quick take for the January 6th shit, because it's a lot to look at, for real, for real. But what's interesting to me is you have to be looking at geopolitical trends as far as what's happening in quote-unquote democracies. And quote-unquote democracies all across the world, prime ministers are on their way out. The prime minister in Israel, on his fucking way out. Prime minister in fucking Britain, on his way out. And <laughs> Boris, fucking no hair combing ass. <laughs> Motherfucking <laughs> Bolsonaro in Brazil, on the way out. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker in uh, Pakistan was on the way out. Now he about to be on the way back in. And of course you said Sri Lanka. Which brings us back to yes. Sri Lanka. Lanka, where they this, I mean, where the people took the fucking streets and was chilling in the presidential palace for days, hitting the motherfucking Nordic flex and shit, motherfuckers swimming in the presidential pools, really wildin'. Millions of motherfuckers mobilized, like, we ain't taking this shit no more. Y'all saying it ain't no food, it ain't no motherfucking oil, but you motherfuckers got swimming pools and shit? This motherfucker fled the country probably with bags of money and, and fucking, you know what I'm saying, account numbers tied to money. And now he in the Maldives, which is one of the most beautiful places on the fucking planet, by the way. You know what I'm saying? But wasn't no fuel. It's fuel to get your bitch ass on a plane and the fuck up out of there, wasn't it? And now who's the prime minister? This motherfucker who's been a prime minister six times before, who was in the same party. How did he get it? When all that shit went to shit, what did he do? He solidified his power around the military in that fucking country. And now all of a sudden, the little snap elections in parliament, nothing went to the people. You understand? Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Now, I think from it was like 10 out party. of the 11 main uh, uh, cabinet members or the party members are or have been elected before. I mean, I think it goes back to the idea of like— It's a real-life oligarchy kleptocracy. I mean— And we see this all around the world. I, I You know— I think learning about more about geopolitics, you see the same games being run in different places. Right. And I, you can see it right here. You know that, you know, it, there's sort of this cathartic moment by the people. I think right. this is very similar to what happened in the uh, protests uh, of, you know, three years ago. And this, of course, just happened as well, um, you know, in the right wing with January 6th. Like, if you're going to try to take the shot, like, you got to be serious about it. And that's the thing, right? Like, nothing is changing, right? Whereas all of these Democrats are fundraising on Roe v. Wade. Like I said, motherfucking the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, is in Taiwan right now. Nothing should be your fucking more pressing issue than Roe v. Wade. That's what your constituency wants the fucking most. And that's what you're going to run on in terms of your revenue right. stream. So why is it every day you're not in there with a new motherfucking proposal holding this shit up? Like, nah, we going to bring this shit to a motherfucking vote. Instead, you out there in Taiwan meddling in shit that's literally not even part of your fucking pay grade. And this is what I'm saying. If you're watching all these prime ministers all around the world lose, it's a fucking change cycle. You have hope cycles and change cycles. Biden is going to fucking lose. Prepare yourself for this. All around the world, in, uh, incumbents are losing badly. Biden's gonna lose. Like, it's not difficult to look at 
Joe Biden and see how he carries himself and how he moves through the world and his record, as well as sort of his ability to speak and lead and be, you know, uh, fully aware at all times. And you're watching all these other leaders around the world, like meeting with this guy. Like he's like getting off. Totally of really unimpressed. Giving, he's like, this is Somehow y'all's less man. impressed than they were 80, when they met Trump. 80 million people voted for this man. Right. Um, so Amazon plans to acquire a healthcare provider called One Medical. A small family-run business on Amazon. Now you're gonna look up One Medical, you're gonna see that it's a subscription-based healthcare provider, and I absolutely think that sucks. Healthcare, why you already have to pay for it through this scam that's insurance, and then you add a subscription fee on top of that. However, most people are gonna say why this is bad, um, and it is, it is very bad. Uh, Amazon before tried to acquire a pharma- online pharmacy company in order to, to sneak its way into healthcare. Uh, my biggest issue with this, though, is that we already know Amazon has a form on its website that makes it supremely easy for law enforcement officers to just start asking for your data. This is what happened with that like Amazon doorbell where it was going to automatically like let people unlock your house. Right. So they could quote unquote, deliver your packages and then come to find out they were giving all of that data when who was coming to your house, all of the captured information to law enforcement officers without a warrant. And that's they probably seeded away in the, the fucking terms of uh, agreement and shit. Right. Exactly. And Amazon already feels like it shouldn't be held accountable for a variety of reasons. And people are going to say, yeah, well, HIPAA means that even if they acquire one medical, they couldn't, you know, et cetera, et cetera. However, However, with all of these laws, the Supreme Court and the way it ruled with Roe v. Wade, um, the fights now against like contraceptions that are happening in states, not just like, do you have a right to abortion? Yes, no. Um, these states are saying no. They're also like, well, you actually don't even have a right to contraception and all of these other medical devices. That Amazon will give this to law enforcement agencies because they're going to say, well, it's the law now and it's illegal for you to have privacy in your home or illegal for you to get access to health care and that be private to you and your doctor. Essentially, folks are deciding, oh, the government should absolutely have a say in your life and tell you what to do. So two things on that quickly. One thing is, motherfuckers got to stop talking about these HIPAA laws because you're not a fucking lawyer, B. You're not a lawyer and you're not a doctor. You just got to be honest about that. Whatever you think you know about HIPAA, you don't. You're not an expert at fucking HIPAA. No one is, except for people that literally only deal with that shit. So you probably are not protected in the ways that you would think you should be in an obvious way, which leads me to the second point. Do you really want the world's largest consumer uh, organization, I mean, that has all your metadata already? Wow, this motherfucker then ordered uh, Tylenol, uh, Advil, uh, extra strength. You got all this fucking metadata. Like, now they got your fucking records. Okay, something's not right. Oh, this motherfucker's taking my Lana. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Already building a case for for pre-existing to make it just that much easier to never pay for shit. Uh, why have you been uh, buying these fucking uh, ankle wraps for six months? Do you have a sprain? You know what I'm saying? They're already going to be able to aggregate pictures of you on, on, based on what your health is, based on your, your purchase history. That's terrifying. And it's terrifying, too, because... Y- I talked about this before when 
Amazon wanted to bring Alexas into like older senior residents living, and it was supposed to be a healthcare tool that wasn't protected under HIPAA at all. But I think about this too because Amazon isn't just trying to be like. Oh yeah, healthcare providers. They really are trying to cannibalize every system that we rely on that they can in order to make a profit. And I think about this with even the invention of Alexa and how it undermines things that Amazon can serve as a tech company too and then start saying that it'll provide us with additional care. Um, and I think about this because of Second Sight Life, I believe, where people signed up for this trial to get like bionic eyes that allowed them to see again. The company went defunct and then their eyes stopped working and they couldn't get like cyberpunk. Yeah, they literally could not get the healthcare that they needed to get the eye functioning again and also couldn't take it out because this corporate this corporation went defunct and and not even that Amazon will go defunct but that Amazon can at any time decide to remove services and we already see this with like the way they treat tablets and fucking smartphones. Amazon has been. Remember when Trump tweeted out about Elon Musk about the government subsidies, you know, mm -hmm. and how he got it kind of wrapped around like. Yup. So, okay, so I'm gonna read. This is an article right here. After months of evaluation, this is this uh, is May 27th. Okay, so this is uh you know two months ago uh, or maybe a little less. After months of evaluation, the National Security Agent of the United States decided in April to award a 10 billion dollar cloud computing contract to Amazon Web Services uh, over an outcry from rival tech giant Microsoft. Known as wild and stormy, the contract is not the same as, as the much-reported and similarly-priced $10 billion joint enterprise defense infrastructure cloud contract from the Department of Defense that was also subject of the competing bids to AWS. Uh, so this is just saying that they gave them both contracts. They said at the end of the day, you're both going to get $10 billion contracts. And this is, I think, sort of what we talk about when we talk about the, like, kleptocracy or the plutocracy. Like, these huge politicians and these lobbyists and these billionaires, these are all the people that are making moves in the world. So when you're out here and you're screaming to us things like, vote, you got to go vote, you got to vote. Look, I just want to say I'm a socialist. I think people, if you want to go out there and vote, great. Vote for socialists. You know, but if voting is like taking vitamins, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's great. OK, you you took vitamins, Good job. but you're not going to live if all you do is take vitamins and water. Right. It's not going to work for you. Right. If your whole praxis about bringing about social change is just voting, that shit's never going to work. Because we know the Democrats can't be trusted. Fifteen dollars an hour was about to go through stimmies. All that had to happen was. Kamala Harris had to say, okay, we're going to do $15 an hour. But they let an unelected official strike it down. You know, and I'm supposed to care about the Democrats. And we looking at Amazon. Amazon is always in something. I feel like Muscle got, got something on Amazon every other time we do EMP, just because they're always in some drama. You know, and they're freaking the biggest company of all time. And they're so connected with the United States government. That's, that's, doesn't that raise eyebrows again all around the world? Aren't people like, wow, y'all are spying? Didn't we always talk about like the European laws on the privacy laws? That's why Europe is not a tech company leader, because the fucking privacy laws in Europe are way too fucking strong to attract any type of potential tech leading software or, uh, or uh, developer. And now this is the medical field. This is the type of stuff that you really shouldn't be 
trying to, to privatize and, you know, turn it into a capitalist enterprise. You have metadata with health. I mean, all of this stuff, super scary, super scary. Uh, any, any final thoughts on this anymore? You know, any 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 final thoughts on like what we're talking about, or just in general? Let's quick hit this. Let's do the quick hits. Final round. Final round. Hey, so peep game, man. If y'all ain't following this January six shit, you should. Don't go to look. If you gonna get it from American media, the PBS coverage has been pretty fucking good. You can go and get the full sessions, or you can get the um, split ups. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like ten minutes here, ten minutes there. Uh, it's been some very revealing shit. Watching the kind of things that the Republicans from this administration are admitting specifically happened. Up to and including fun things like uh, everybody just share one that you saw that just shocked you. I think my favorite was uh, Trump take the wheel, which was. Uh, um, after giving this incredibly incendiary ass speech, okay, in the motherfucking mall, hey, let's go to the motherfucking Capitol, let's make these motherfuckers hear us, whoop de whoop, and I'm coming right there with you. He jumps into the presidential motherfucking uh, limo, and uh, they start driving, and the Secret Service turned away from where the shit was, and Trump like, what the fuck is you doing? And like literally. They admitted on oath, under oath in Congress, right, that the Secret Service dude had kind of like a little fight with the president because the president grabbed the fucking wheel to try to drive them over there. That's been my favorite little wild shit from the January 6th. What, what, what about you, man? You got one? Yeah, I think when, I, I forget who it was, when she was telling the Secret Service, hey, hey, take the metal detectors out of Get them out of here. These are my people. Go ahead and let them on through. Like, this is, like, I think there should be a television show yeah. about the Secret Service and, how, and, like, that, like, just dealing with Trump and, like, his wild uh, shit that he wants yeah, to do. when you talked about problem. when he had COVID earlier and he driving around doing donuts with them and shit. What you got, Muscle? Threats against Mike Pence were real enough that the Secret Service had called their family members saying, might not come home. I might not come home. That this is how divisive things have gotten. And even for, I, we talk about identity politics all the time, but like how that the identity politics goes in the reverse way and people who thought they were safe like Mike Pence found out they aren't. Now, who's gonna protect you from those people? Because it was 10, I'm trying to tell you, it was tens of thousands of those people in the mall that day. Do you think all them motherfuckers have been arrested? Do you think those represent all them people that have that worldview? And they are armed to the fucking teeth and will never give up their weapons. Who gonna protect you from them? I think you just go back to the point too. This is a place where the Democrats could be licking their chops if they was really about anything. A Democrat I, 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 FBI then they should have done it when it first. So gangbusters for the for the threat that these comp these people. I mean, it was it's okay. So that's uh, I'm gonna give you all my last little one, and I'm gonna jump off. When they said in Congress that the Proud Boys had a standing hit on the Vice President, I mean that that was crazy. That's incredible to know. And then, like, how are these groups not being dismantled when places like New Zealand have already labeled the Proud Boys a terrorist group? I think even Canada did that. Wow, so many things is going back to the, the original point of America's collapsing. Yeah, I mean, uh, just the infiltration of the Proud Boys into so many aspects of the government is very similar to the Azov Brigade in Ukraine. You know, I mean, just so subsidizing these military spaces. 
Okay, so the Internet Archive, also known as the Wayback Machine, HarperCollins has been trying to sue them, saying, you know, for essentially copyright information, uh, copyright violations. However, um, the Internet Archive is also uh, trying to get the first sale doctrine applied to digital content, and it would be a game changer for libraries. Right now, libraries have a really difficult time lending because most of their, like, very limited funds has to go to these expensive licenses contracts with publishers um, and the first sale doctrine would instead allow them to buy ebooks and just lend them on a one-by-one -one basis so if you're wondering like why is there a three-month hold on an ebook it's really because of the publishers they limit uh, libraries and how many copies they can release or lend to patrons at one time um, and of course HarperCollins no matter what they try to tell you they keep trying to say like they're a small business and that's compared to what Amazon HarperCollins uh, Harper is not a small business <laughs> They really do not give a shit about oh their authors, God. except for the books that they can sell. I think that's uh, and, Liz's publisher. Yeah, okay. And okay. we have it's to like break. The high, it's like book of the, they want, that's the book of the year. Stop it. Yeah, so HarperCollins is not like the underdog in this. And we have to break tech monopoly controls on information because if they win, then the tech monopolies will say that they can scrub the internet of information at any time that they want. And it makes do your own research that much more difficult. AOC got arrested, y'all. She was out there protesting with the people, man. She was out there really putting it down. And uh, Psych. She, man, <laughs> yeah, okay, so there was this, uh, as you may or may not know, I guess there was a, a protest going outside uh, the White House or something. I, I just didn't do my research, to be honestly, like, to be up here, to be real. So, like, she gets not arrested. She's just being, like held by the arm by a police officer but she decides to put her hands behind her back and hold it like she is being arrested so then of course her 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 little twitter friends go out there and start showing these images that look like she's being arrested whole t come to find out she's being escorted away she's not in handcuffs you know what she gonna be who she gonna be and at this point i ain't even surprised no more but you know what? I'm done with these stands, y'all. Because you know what? The only kind of person that's impressed by this kind of bullshit is somebody that ain't never really been out there protesting before, getting fucking tear gassed. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say, the cops roll up with the big paddy wagon van. Like, that's how you know this was staged. Because if, because we've also seen black politicians literally get swept up into these vans being like, I am a politician. And then they're like, okay, but white cops don't care. It's a real fucking problem because it makes it look like well, if you act the right way with the police, this is how they treat you, and that's fucking It's just bullshit. a lie. It's just a lie, uh, especially when you fear that, feel that tear gas. So this is just the thing, right? So after that, of course, <laughs> you get an email. You get an email from her, and this is really what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Alexandria was just arrested by Capitol Police outside the Supreme Court during an abortion rights demonstration. Rush a $3 contribution to abortion access groups right now to show we stand with Congress and AOC. Hashtag, we won't back down. This is like the new grifter scheme for the Democrats. And you know whose scheme it is? It's the motherfucking Sean King scheme. Y'all, yeah. we can fight this right now. We can get activists. We can mobilize activists if you send us money right now. The Democrats have completely co-opted it. They've completely co-opted, like we say, all of this language, all of these buzzwords, all of these 
uh, cultural sort of stigmas and whatever it may be. They've weaseled their way all the way, their tendrils are all the way down to the point that their dead ass is grifting on you. And didn't we laugh at Donald Trump when he had the Trump college and all his Trump stakes and all his grift? Oh, he's a grifter. His son is a grift. His son uh, spent all this money uh, bankrupting uh, uh, people and shit like that. But Joey B's son out there living like a great gangster. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Gotta stop putting your faith in these people, man. Like, at some point, it's gotta stop. The performative shit gotta stop. And look, it's probably not gonna happen here in the United States, but all I'm saying is, if you're looking at what's going on amongst the world, people are, uh, they're mobilizing. People no, are turned that. up. That's why we have to look at what other people around the world are doing. That's a fact. So then we can mobilize here. And maybe it starts just in your neighborhood, but like, that's why we gotta fucking pay attention. Every little bit is super important. Like, if you're not, again, I always just say, like, hey, go out there. Or just get on your Instagram and post something. You know, I mean, it's not it's not super serious all the time. If you it's want our show, every man, day. Just, yeah, be more than this performative shit, man. And realize the shit that you really probably do have a window of changing is your fucking family. You've been arguing so much with very performative people. Because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, but where's the receipts, though? Right. We try to provide that here. Okay, here's what I think, and here's why. I had a motherfucker in my DMs earlier today on some I'm so sorry for some shit, for some real ways they fucked me over in the past. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, why, why your apology so private? When when your when your uh, when your assaults yeah, were, so fucking, were so public, you know what I'm saying. So like that's what I'm saying, man. It, it, when motherfuckers ain't got no avenue for performative shit, they shit shrink. You know what I'm saying? They shit shrink. And like Muscle always talking about, it's community first. If you can't connect with just people around you, man, what what hope do we really have? Um, I mean TMK. Little tanky that could uh, motherfucking key to the muscle. Public post news on Instagram. Public post news on TikTok. Um, two weeks. Who knows what we're gonna be doing? I'm not exactly sure. But uh, you know, stay stay hydrated out there and uh, stop voting for Democrats, please. I'm begging you. Uh, any final thoughts from the team? We outie five. Easy. I'm trying to do right. I'm. I mean, you know now. A small family-run business on Amazon. And I absolutely think that sucks. 